Welcome to Happily Holistic. I'm Amy Lee Mercree, and I'm a medical intuitive with 20 years of experience. I've written 15 books on health and wellness. If you've had a medical intuitive session with me, you know that the thoughts and emotions within you, what has been passed down from your ancestors, and everything that surrounds you can impact your well-being. In this podcast, we touch on my favorite ways for you to improve your health and feel more joy. We dive deeply into everything health and wellness with a big dash of spirituality and a sprinkle of business. We spotlight the uplifting and the positive and share the secret ways top wellness authors and celebrities get inspired, stay healthy, and enjoy this beautiful life. I can't wait to get happily holistic with you today. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to Happily Holistic. I am so excited to have Colin Bedell. How do we say your last name? Bedell, yeah. Bedell, to have Colin Bedell here with us today. Hi, Colin. Hi, it's so good to be here. Thank you for having me, Amy. I'm so excited you're here. Colin is uh, an author like me. So we each have books in the little bit of series. So Colin wrote a little bit of astrology, an introduction to the Zodiac. So we have that connection. And he is a prolific author, astrologer, and he talks about personal growth systems and universal spiritual themes. He also has books called Queer Cosmos, The Astrology of Queer Identities and Relationships, which sounds very interesting. And the Zodiac Signs Gemini book, A Sign by Sign Guide, which I have seen in anthropology. Oh, very cool. Okay. I saw That's you in that. I should have taken a picture of it, actually. <laughs> Think ahead. Very cool. Um, and you write the weekly horoscopes for Cosmo, correct? Correct, yes. Fancy. <laughs> and Colin and the Astro Twins, who I would love to interview too, they sound so fun. Yes. And, we, and they have mutual friends with me too. Oh, wonderful, of course. Yeah, of course we do. Yeah. Um, they... <laughs> You guys did the Astrology of Relational Intelligence Bundle, yes. which has your two-part online course with on relational intelligence and dialects, right? Mm-hmm. Astro Twins 2021 Horoscope Book and How to Get Along with Anyone Book by the Astro Twins. That's right. It sounds awesome. So you guys can all find, all find that at astrostyle.com slash bundle dash Colin dash Bedell or Bedell, and we will also put that in the show notes so you guys can find it. And Colin, tell our listeners your website and where they can find you. Yeah, sure. It's queercosmos.com. So you can see my weekly horoscopes there and kind of quick little archetypal analysis of each zodiac sign. Uh, In addition to my Instagram is kind of where I really that's my favorite social media site uh, right now. Yeah, right. So that's where I pretty much dwell primarily. Me too. And you guys, I love Colin's Instagram, Queer Cosmos. I was just telling him before how 
we were saying we feel like we already know each other you know yeah. in our industry a lot of us do know each other but Colin and I this is our first time we've gotten to chat yeah. and, and we were saying we feel like we know each other and I said I always look forward to his videos because there's music and dancing and they're so awesome so you guys gotta follow him at Queer Cosmos because thank you he's so much fun it means so much coming from a Virgo so thank you I am a Virgo <laughs> I am a no I think I'm a non-Virgo-y Virgo though Okay. Do you know your whole astrology or sun, moon, rising? I do. I do. Um, I have a cancer moon and a Leo rising. Nice. Okay. Wow. That's so cool. Okay. So I'm also a Leo rising. You are? So, yes, exactly. So that's why like we know how to kind of work with glamour a little bit. I yes. think, you know, we are astute in that arena. Yes. Uh, and then I am a Capricorn moon. So I'm opposite Ooh. your moon sign. But when you were saying earlier, like, oh, I'm not really structured right? I'm That's because sure. you're, well, and you're operating from that moon sign in cancer, right? So you're mm -hmm. all about the fluidity and just kind of like reading the room and staying adaptable. You don't want to stay too yes. rigid and stuck, uh, but you are learning to become the Virgo sun, which doesn't necessarily need yeah. structure. I find that with Virgos because they're immutable earth signs. So they're naturally very flexible. They come yeah. prepared with the plan, but they're quick to sort of say, ah, but screw it if we want to do something else. That does describe me. Right. So and I've learned to be that way. Like I think I was more cancer-esque as a kid. I love the Leo side of things, you right. know, that's like the fun. And then the Virgo, I didn't used to identify like I actually used to read the horoscopes in Cosmo because my mom got Cosmo as a you know as a teenager right and I would think I'm not a Virgo. How am I a Virgo? I'm not like this. Right. But now as a business person, you know, many years later, I, you kind of have to be. Ooh, you most certainly do. And I got, <laughs> I'll be honest with you, Amy, you have been nothing but so organized and helpful and like very consistent in like scheduling. And play. Like you had such a streamlined process for this. We and do, that's yeah. when I was like, hmm, I wonder if there's Virgo in Amy Lee's chart. I was thinking about <laughs> it. I was like, there has to be. Yeah, no, it's done flawlessly. There is, but how do I execute it? My staff, because mm. I cannot remember things. Like I really, I'm, I am like legitimately an ADHD person. Like oh, I was diagnosed with learning disabilities as a kid. There we so go. that is the way I, I know it needs to be that way and I have to put it in place, Yeah. but I can't keep doing it. Then mm. I need them to like, have it in their calendars and that's what they're there for to help you you got to do what you do they do what they do yeah. and here we go i love that here yeah. we go exactly yeah i'm so excited you're here so will you share a little bit of your story like how you came to do what you do and sure. and everything like that i think we'd really love to hear that Oh, sure. So uh, I started studying astrology because it was spoken uh really pretty frequently by my mother who is a cancer son and uh -huh. she just sort of saw really quickly how accurate really it, it, it noticed in within our family and beyond. And yeah. so she would say all the time in the house, like, oh my God, I don't know what I'm going to do with you, Leo father, my Gemini twins and this and that. Oh, yeah. are you a twin? I am a twin and a You're Gemini. A twin. Mm -hmm. Okay. And Gemini is a sign of the twins. So it's kind of cool. Uh, yeah. yeah. So it was always just spoken in the house. And then I, and I distinctly remember googling gemini for the very first time yes. of the 13 and then just this wealth of information was was available to me and i think i really needed to hear that because i think you know the beauty of uh working in any sort of personal insight 
community is that we can provide different levels of, of analysis of folks that are not just like straight white male right yes so therefore if you're this way you must you know operate yeah. with privacy of uh emotional stoicism you have to be athletic yeah. and there's just all these very much like yes. boxes like if you're a woman one must be a mother you know and so yes. astrology provided just a different school of thought that helped me learn different qualities of personality and personal expression and I was so grateful that I found that when I did and then I just really always was talking about it and it wasn't until I was 28 that I decided to just start a website around it and just sort of make it a hobby and just, oh, this will be a nice little creative outlet. And yeah. then two weeks later, I was fired from my day job. Which was what? What were you doing? I was working as a production assistant for a materiality company, right? So they specialized yeah. in interiors for home, kitchen, oh, interesting. bath and all of that. Yeah. And so I was just kind of working in the production the materiality side. Yeah. And then two weeks later, I was fired. So I was like, I guess I will. I guess I'm doing this, this now. Yeah, I guess I'm doing this now. Exactly. Instead <laughs> of where I backed into it. Um, and then five months later, that was when our publisher contacted me. And then I think ah. that was when I said, you know what? I could do this. I'm going to keep yeah. I'm gonna do this. And here we are. And here we are. Yeah. And it's fun, isn't it? It's so fun. It's, it's, it really is an adventure. I'll tell you that. I think yeah. people, uh, like of course I want everybody to be following their professional aspirations and professional dreams and I'm so glad that we're getting a chance to do that yes. and it really does feel like an adventure and there are days when it's really 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 hard I know but there are days when it's so meaningful and I think sometimes there are days when it's both in the same minute yes right my uh my good friend uh Victoria Geller who's good friends with the Astro Twins that's actually oh, my cool. close okay. connection um I met Victoria because I reached out to Barbara Stanny, who's now Barbara Houston, uh, a few, well, I guess like five years ago or so. And I said, hey, Barbara, will you coach me? And Barbara and I talked and she said, you don't need me. You've done all the work I do. She does like sacred success. She has a new book coming out, actually. I'm going to interview her soon. She'll be on the podcast soon. She said, you just need a business coach. Talk to my friend, Victoria. So Victoria shares this concept. She has a business loan life. She's a business coach. Mm. She shares this, this really like universal concept. You can have two of the three of these things kind of challenge, fit, security. So people like us will say we want challenge and fit and we like security, but we're not going to put the other things below it. Right. Yes. Yes. Isn't that it? That's totally it. I, and there are days when we're like, wow, I could really use security. But yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. But then more often than not, I'm like, I want to be challenged. And I like the challenge and I like the fit. I like to do what I want when I want. Don't you? Uh, oh my God. It's the best feeling in the world. I know. Yeah. Like, I, every day, <laughs> I want to just be like, oh my God, I cannot respond to another email. I'm exhausted right? I know. I'll just say to myself, but you know what? You don't have to fake small talk in an office. Nope. No, you, you don't. To, you, you never have to take direction from anybody ever mm -hmm. again, right? Yep. You are your own boss. You have unlimited freedom and it just feels so, it's so, so amazing. good. The price is high. I don't want to overly romanticize it, is. it, but the reward is great as my angel says. Yeah. And I think you'll see, I've been doing this a little bit longer than you. As you build more, mm -hmm. there is more security coming. It, it just takes time. 
You know, that feels that feels really good to hear. It's so funny you're already reading me because I have well, you know, I'm a medical intuitive. That's my there job. we go. Oh my god, I had a feeling this was gonna happen. I'm so oh, sorry. It rings your computer. Mine it doesn't does. Ah, oh, I wish that Zoom had like a silencing thing. There's a way somehow. I did it, but I forget how or I would tell oh, you. But, okay, I'll that. But I'll go right back almost like but huh. yes. No, I appreciate you saying that because I was just thinking yeah. today, you know, I'm I'm moving I'm moving out west and I'm going to try Ooh. to expand and do all these things yeah. and I'm nervous about the initial kind of financial boom yeah. of it all. Yeah. But I'm telling myself like, you know what? This is the way to do it. It's like just go into the vision, go into the experience, security comes. So you're just it is. It. Yeah. That's entrepreneurship and you know, it's being smart like saving when you can, keep I try to keep expense my like personal fixed expenses low that's just my style I mean I live in a nice place I but I don't care about like a sports car or something like I don't really care I don't want a good car that you know is comfortable and secure and doesn't break down but yeah. but by doing that you leave yourself leeway where yeah and put some away from an entrepreneur's perspective so you have it and then you also leave yourself leeway like yeah. this year we can't, but I mean, gosh, 2018, I went to Maui, Costa Rica. Then I was in like New York, like four or five times in LA, all of that in 2019 for work. Yeah. It gives you that freedom. So we're so fortunate that we get to do this. No, you're right. You know? You're right. And I, and I tell myself that all the time. And I think yeah. I still can't believe for anybody who's probably listening and going like, yeah. oh, well, Colin and Amy, lucky them, you know, never in a million years did I think that I right. would be doing this because I always thought everyone else could and I right. couldn't. And here I am. And I'm just yeah. like constantly amazed by it. And if people are looking for that too, I just it, want to tell them it could absolutely be their it reality. It can absolutely well. happen. And for me, it was years of, I was a teacher. So mm -hmm. I was, I went to school for education. So it was years of teaching and then doing my thing on the side to get to that point too. Yeah. So if, you know, if it's something you want, you can do it, but you might be choosing challenge and fit and sacrificing security a little bit. It's true. It's true. It's personalities. You know, being an entrepreneur, you have to be willing to take some risk. Ooh, yes. You know? which, which I think theoretically the last three years from an astrological point of view, yes, given us the emotional and psychological and spiritual musculature to handle is like, mm -hmm. who are we when we're in risk? Who are we when we're in anticipatory upset, right? Like yeah. how do we exist in these energies and spaces without compromising our values or abandoning our dreams and vision? Absolutely. Yeah. For me, the timing's been good because I'm a little further along in my career. Mm -hmm. So I have some safety net mm. if I need it. Although it's been, the risk has been good for me. Yeah. You know, I think, I, I'm sure if you looked at my chart and stuff, it would probably say, it would probably indicate why, you know, that it's a good upswing for me time in spite of all the risk. Oh, uh, without a doubt. And it's only knowing that you're Leo rising, it's only only going to get bigger from here. So just buckle yeah. up. Yeah. I like it. Yay. I like that. I'm like, let's go big or go home kind of. Hello. Person. Right. <laughs> I know. I know. That's big Leo rising energy. Right. I know. It's like, let's live life on a thousand. Let's you just do it. Like, <laughs> why would we like worry about it? Instead, let's just do it. 
let's just do it. I know. I love, it. I love that energy. That's what I'm going to try to take away too. I know. Yeah. I need yeah. to Thank you. Yeah. And being, you know, from an entrepreneur's perspective and for all of, all of our entrepreneurs listening, because we, how many people have a side hustle? That was me. Yeah. That was probably you too. Right. I mean, it is, you know, a combination of taking the opportunities when they come yeah. and being ready to take the risk, but also preparing it in the same way, like, you know, and learning. I took, I had a degree in education. I later said I should have got a degree in business. It would have been a lot more helpful. No offense. I mean, I liked being a teacher and it was awesome, but I took so many business classes. I mean, I took every business class with SCORE, SBA, and I, I still would if there were some that I felt I needed because you keep giving yourself that knowledge. I read every business book. That's yeah. why I knew about Barbara Stanny, mm. you know, because yeah. if you educate yourself and you're committed to your goals, you just make the progress slowly. Mm. You're moving towards it. Which makes me want to ask, based on all that education, what was the best business advice you received or some of the best business advice you've ever received? My dad is an entrepreneur. Oh, cool. So I have, you know, he, he in a regional place where we're from up north. Um, so I've gotten a lot of great business advice from him. But I think just to kind of distill it is to keep expenses low most of the time and then to really develop out your strategy so if you're going to make a big investment it's because you've really looked at all of the different scenarios for your strategy we'll be right back after this short break hi it's amy lee mercree i'm so grateful to be a part of my medical intuitive clients journeys of healing and evolution. We're all on our own paths to greater health and self-actualization. In a medical intuitive session with me, we connect deeply with your spirit guides and ancestors and dig into the root causes of what's going on in your physical body, emotions, mind, energetic body, and spirit. To learn more about my medical intuitive work, check out the Work With Me page on amyleemercree.com. One of my best friends is like a top, top corporate executive. She's a super, my best friend. Oh, and she always points out, she thinks I'm really good at reverse engineering. So I'll look at where I want to be and then I'll go back in time and try to figure out you know, how I need to get there. And sometimes one of the greatest things we can do is look at someone who's already doing what we want. Yeah. Reverse engineer back from that to where we are. Totally. So that's a lot of what it is I, for me. Yeah. And I like that you were looking to others. I think so often we forget the value of just like asking other people for, you know, their knowledge and their dialogue. Yeah. Like when you were mentioning Ophie Dude, like, so she's one half of the Astro Twins. Yeah. And before I had ever any intention of becoming a professional astrologer, uh, I just sent her a Facebook message when I was mm -hmm. at grad school at Parsons School of Design. And I'm wearing the t-shirt right now. That's so funny. Ah, Parsons. And, yeah. And she, I, I just said, thank you so much for all your work in astrology. I've looked up to you for yeah. years. 
I would love to interview you for something. And then we talked and we became really, really, really fast friends. And Aww. she is absolutely one of the reasons why I am working in astrology today, because yeah. she made it such a mission to make sure that I did not make the same mistake she did and had a yes. leg up in certain places. Like she was just so, so, so good. And I think too, what we want to remember in entrepreneurial work is that yes, competence around business and economics and marketing and internet and technology mm -hmm. is so essential. Yeah. And do not forget the quality of your relationships as a big determiner of your, of your professional results. It's so key. I mean, I think it was probably key years ago, but especially now for people like us, where it's primarily e-commerce that we're doing. Yes. That would be the category we fall under. Yes. It's all relationships. And it's, yes. and it is, in some ways it's who you know and perhaps you know that's privilege to some degree we have some privilege because we know other people in our industry who help us absolutely yeah and such I a think key thing such a key thing and i like that you were yeah. mentioning like it was happening before but it seems to be happening at a rapid rate mm -hmm. yeah there's no doubt about it it's i mean one of my favorite authors and me. just people on planet earth um her name is Esther Perel she's a really successful couples therapist i love her i've read her books yes no they're so good oh. and What's amazing is that she's been sort of marveled at how all these Fortune 500 companies and conferences yes. and seminars and summits and workshops on business and yes. innovation is asking, they're asking her to speak because, I love it. you know, they're realizing that it is our emotional literacy, it is our relational skills, it's our yes. relational intelligence that really allows us to understand that's the new bottom line. It's no longer competence and KPI and this and that. Right, because yes. you could be one of the most technically gifted business people and offering an amazing service, but unfortunately, if people do not like you because your relational skills need significant yeah. improvement, good luck. Yeah, it's absolutely true. Yeah. There's a great book, The Power of Pull, who um, my publicist years ago, a couple of years ago, had told me to read, and that's what it's about. Mm -hmm. It's about forging those relationships and putting yourself in what were what are called edge places. Oh, cool. So by putting, so like if you move to LA, for example, you'll be putting yourself in an edge place. Now, aside from COVID, because right now everybody's kind of functioning differently. But if we put that aside, you put yourself in an edge place and then you will be meeting people who you can help each other synergistically in business at the gym, at the local coffee shop, because you put yourself in an edge place. Ooh, that's so interesting. So, yeah. and that's so it's, it's a name for a space where creativity and just like certain yeah. level of and just happen. high level people are there. So, yeah. someone like you or me would go to a coffee shop and end up making friends with, well, it's like you with the Astro Twins, yeah, you know? Totally. Yeah, like, and I was in New York. Yeah, and you were probably in New York. Exactly. You yeah. know, my good friend Shannon Kaiser. Her and I have been friends for many, we're super close friends. You've probably heard of Shannon's books, Adventures for Your Soul, The Self-Love Experiment. She loves you. We've talked oh, about Oh, tell Shannon I said thank you. I know, I should put a message to you guys. Um, but, you know, those, you meet, if you were in an edge place, you'd be meeting those people every day. Yes. And I'm then, not in an edge place, but. Okay, where are you currently? I'm in Florida because oh, I like yeah. the warm weather. No, I love it. Stay in Florida. Be happy there. No, celebrate it. And, and I also think too, what COVID and all the, the astrology of 2021 is teaching us yes, is like the kind of what space is and reframing it, not just from geography, right? Because everybody's- I think working, so. Yeah, everybody's working online. No, you, you're yeah. totally right though in how 
it's very different if I'm in New York or Los Angeles and yeah. things just seem to happen a little bit differently. And then at the same time, you know, with the way that technology has brought us so close together is really key. And then I think what we're going to see in 2021 is that if there are people who want to be involved in personal growth, spiritual seeking, or anything in entrepreneurial, mm -hmm. that they ought to be involved in some level of digital community and just yes. get a container of social, emotional, strategic support. Because yeah, there, there's just no way on planet earth that I would be able to be a professional astrologer if I did not have those relationships early on. Me too. All my author friends, we support each other. Yeah. And you're in that now. Yeah, I know. It feels so nice. Yeah. I know. I know. It feels so nice. And, and that's what Aquarius energy is teaching us. And then if anybody is thinking to themselves, okay, well, I don't know if I have that. You know, where do I even start? You know, it's just a matter of looking at your 11th house in your natal chart, mm. you of your 11th house. And then also just really asking if I'm not receiving something, maybe I'm not giving something. The Course yes. in Miracles talks about how we have giving and receiving upside down. Mm. And so if you're looking for richer social, emotional, and you know, yes. educational friendships, really ask yourself, how much have I actively given away in order I to receive that. as well? Yeah, just something to I give love that. tips for folks who are listening. I'm glad you, you shared that. And I love yeah. that. Yeah. Tell us about um, what do you think 2021 holds for us from the your astrological perspective? Yeah, well, we're actually moving into a really interesting time that's going to kind of set the tone for the next 200 years. Uh, so, wow. and it, it will happen on December 21st. So, when does this podcast? When does this episode go live? I don't know when we're going to go live. I think um, probably January or February. Okay. Yeah, no yeah. problem. So guys, we're recording December 2020. That's right. So we're recording this then because uh, Jupiter and Saturn are about to enter Aquarius this week. As uh -huh. we're talking, right? So building community, here we go. Yeah. And it's they're going to form a conjunction um, for the first time. Yes. And so significantly, I think in almost 500 years. And so what 2021 wow. is going to provide us with is really the key perception, communication, and connection skills that help us understand just how deeply interrelated we are with each other, right? The notion mm -hmm. of none of us are free unless all of us are free. And I think yeah. we look at the, uh, the COVID and then also uh, the movement that we've had to do around anti-racism and white supremacy, yes. both pandemics that are lethal. Yeah, they and are really both. realizing that, wow, so my success, my flourishing as a white man cannot yeah. continue unless I am bringing black people with me. Yeah, and not even be bringing like there's no white saviors or you know energy here, but it's like none of us are free unless all of us are free. And if we're not to understand that shared humanity and connection, yeah. then we're not really stepping into the Aquarius energy quite like we need to. And mm -hmm. so it's going to be an interesting kind of quality around. Okay, here's where we're different, but here's where we're the same. And I think any conversation that focuses on what we have in common mm. versus what we don't, and only focus on those nuances, it's incomplete. And so what we're going to be doing is seeing where we're connected and where we're divergent. And that's a beautiful thing. Yeah. But honoring that shared humanity is the way home. I love that. I love that. And I think that I could see that being a theme for 200 years. Absolutely. It really might take that long to yeah. get to the place we need to be. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I think what we're realizing is both from the pandemic, from 
the fragility of our economic structures, from the fragility yes. of our medical industrial complex, from the yes. fragility of our social fabric, realizing the disproportionate amount of, it, of incarceration of yes. people by the police, right? These are showing, wow, we cannot advance and get together until we clear the historical atrocities that this country has committed in the past. Yes. Connect on that, not from a place of punitive judgment, but just from a place of responsibility, atonement, yes. and moral force. I and when we really that. start to do that work, I think we can start to build that Aquarian energy. I just read the other day, and I'm going to blank on the title on, on who said it, but that the United States ought to be called the United States of Amnesia. I know, shouldn't it? Right, because I just I agree with that. You know, there's so much historical qualities that we so are. Much just blithely unaware of from the, the, uh, the involvement in the transatlantic slave, slave trade, the fact that the yeah. military industrial complex wasn't even established until the end of World War II. Yes. All these normalities that we just accept as a part we of the American culture yeah. are not actually the way we've always been. And so grounding ourselves in that historical yes. kind of quality, because it is instructive, recognizing how it's perennial and affecting the present moment if we can really go all the way, mm -hmm. then I think that we will stop finding ourselves in this vicious cycle. Yeah. So, but my- the cycle of suffer human suffering, essentially. Yeah. And, you know, you know, I'm a medical intuitive. It's my job to talk to people's spirit guides. That's what I do for a living. Mm -hmm. And so, of course, I talk to mine a lot. Mm -hmm. One of our big topics of conversation generated by me is suffering in general human suffering and me saying to my guides like even being upset at some point like just by incarnating am i endorsing and perpetuating the system of human suffering the wheel of karma whatever you want to call it and my guide saying no you're not right. and me saying to my guides is it possible in duality for civilization to evolve to a point where suffering no longer exists I mean, I think that's a really legitimate question. And their answer was yes. And there are civilizations who've been around longer, you know, in other star places where that's occurred. And they still have dualistic bodies. They might be a little bit more multidimensional, yeah. but there is, it takes time, yeah. but it can happen. Yeah. And is that humanity's trajectory? I think so. God, I hope so. We won't see it in our lifetime yeah but i think your 200 year thing from an astrological perspective really fits with that because yeah. i could see let's the next 200 years are going to be working this part out that you're talking about and then okay something the next level will come forward for humanity when we're ready you know which to me i know this is very cosmic but might be okay uh other life forms saying humanity is at the point where instead of being like a fitting teenager like having a fit they're at a mature enough point to become responsible members of the galactic community and then everybody can begin interacting and collaborating with us more wow that's my that? cosmic view <laughs> okay i love it i love it like <laughs> listen and who's to say that that can't happen in the next 50 years you know who's to say anything's possible right right anything right. is possible right and I would love if it does. I think it's going to take longer, but that would be amazing. <laughs> that, that would, would be, be so 
cool. Yes. Do you have any Aquarius energy in your chart? You know, chart? I need to pull my chart. I got, I got it a while ago and whatever it is, I think it's like all except for one thing on either the top or the bottom. Okay. I don't remember which. Okay. I'm, I must, right? I yeah. mean, I'm a very cosmic type, so I probably do. I know. I'm like, I'm wondering if there's Aquarius or Pisces somewhere. We'll have to, you'll have to there look at- There is Pisces. Okay. Because I always notice that because actually two of my best friends, we've been friends since freshman year of high school, two very well Pisces I'm Virgo they're Pisces so we kind of always like had this perfect balance totally so it's my literary agent she's Pisces and we have like this perfect ba balance because of it oh I love that right because uh -huh. you know with Pisces yeah they're your polar opposite sign yeah. just like you said we just and vibe so nicely it's true yeah it's yeah. a total synergy and it's funny because Ophie dude is, is a Sagittarius she's my polar oh. opposite sign right because oh, I'm I know. So we're all four mutable signs together. That's but, so cool. I know. So clearly, though, that Pisces energy is contagious and 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 very instructive and helpful for you. And then, but yeah, they're so cosmic. Yeah. They are next level, always teaching us like, yeah. well, maybe if we could graduate a little bit. So I like that. That's the, the vision that you're holding. That's and, the vision that I've I've seen that since, I don't know, for 30 years. I mean, I've, I've talked to spirit guides for a long time. <laughs> They've been saying the same thing the whole time. Which has been, if we could just learn to graduate a little bit, we would get support. They just said humanity is in the equivalent of adolescence. And, you know, it just takes time. Like how it's the, it's a metaphor. Like it takes time to go from being 13 to being 23, where you're like mature enough to participate in society more and they said humanity's in its adolescence and it's working stuff out like a teenager does eventually it's going to come out of some of that that to me is your 200 year point where we're like getting close to maybe age 18 metaphorically <laughs> and then we might you know be able to participate with everybody else right now it would be like you can't bring a you know, rebellious, defiant teenager into the United Nations kind of right. thing. <laughs> it's like the galactic United Nations. Like eventually, galactic. I okay, love we'll be ready. But right that. now we're just working ourselves out here. It's just also astounding me. To, it's astounding to me to think about how really since the dawn of time, humanity is still in an adolescent phase. I'm, I think so. Yeah, I mean, it's, well... And that's part of the guidance I get from my guides is this is not atypical. This it takes time for a civilization to go through a end of maturity. Okay. Actually, when you're able to interact, then the the more, more mature people help you and teach you, and then okay. Here's hoping. I know. Here's I hoping. I know, I'm going to say, it's Amy open. said it first. I'm going to say it in case on the piano. A Virgo told me. A Virgo <laughs> told you. I mean, I'm a channel. That's my job. I used to sit in front of hundreds of people and channel. I don't do it now, but I used to. When I used to live in Hawaii and do that. And, you know. That's powerful. Yeah, that's what I do. So I've been hearing this for 25, 30 years. Just be patient. Humanity's an adolescent. And oh, it's like, well, God. I guess that's the time I came in this time. So I'll just do my thing. 
do your thing have some fun while i'm here and see what happens there we go i love it well i will hold that aloft in my thinking too and make sure that i can uh inspire other people to think about that vision too so thank you for sharing it i'm glad we got to talk about it i don't usually get to get so cosmic yeah let's do it that's what astrology <laughs> offers right right i know i know it's a it's a fun thing we get to collaborate on and two from two different perspectives vantage points entirely yeah so on the podcast, I always ask you guys the same question at the end. We're, we're coming to the end of our time, even though we could talk oh, for the for next three hours. hours. I, know. I know. I know. We need to have you back on. Um, I'd love to. But your question is, if you could send one message back to your 17-year-old self, what mm. would you tell, tell yourself? That you are enough right now exactly as you are. You don't need to prove, to perform, to perfect, to do all these things. Mm -hmm. Your worthiness and your, yeah, your your enoughness is a birthright. Yes. And so, you know, have healthy striving and be ambitious. That's all true. Uh, but I would just tell him that he's enough right now exactly as he is. I love that. Yeah. I love that. We all need to hear that at every yeah. stage, don't we? every stage but particularly i needed to hear that at 17 oh my god mm -hmm. i but did yeah. too all right yeah. what kind of what kind of adult cohort would we raise if people felt like their worthiness was a birthright tell me about it yeah tell me about it if yeah. we grew up i mean even with the best intended parents and stuff like that with media messaging and everything it's it's hard to come to that place especially that early in your life absolutely and if we did we'd be kind of i think getting down to our dharma more quickly i would hope Don't so you? yeah i would hope so yeah and that's what i would tell my 17 year old self you aren't enough yes yes you are and you're amazing thank oh, you so much for being pleasure. here my pleasure thank you so much for having me this was so much fun this was so much fun go find Colin, find, find him queer cosmos on Instagram. I'll be following him as you know, and watching all his videos. Likewise. And yay. Find him on queercosmos.com and go check out his awesome bundle of the Astro twins at Astro style. And you can look for those in our show notes. Thank you so much for being here, Colin. Uh, thank you, Amy. And thank you for all your contributions to our community. I know you've done so much work and you're leading so many nuanced conversations in a really thorough way. And oh, I thank, thank you, you for that. Thank you. That's what makes me here. I try. I feel like I need more than one of me to get everything done that I'd actually like to do. You know? Oh, God, I know. Yeah. You know Maybe what? you could talk to your spirit guides about the quickest way to clone people. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> because it's hard. Oh, my God. But I no, know. You're doing know. it and you're making me proud. So doing what that. we can. Likewise, you're always contributing so much amazing info and positivity. It's just awesome. Yay. Yay. Thank you all for listening to Happily Holistic, and we will catch you on the flip side. Bye. Thanks for listening to Happily Holistic with me, Amy Lee Mercury. You can find out more about the show on amyleemercury.com on the podcast page. Please stop by your favorite social platform and leave me a comment. I'd love to hear how you liked today's show and what topics you'd like me to cover in the future. Come find me on Instagram and Facebook at amyleemercree.com.
If you would like to see what a medical intuitive session with me is all about, hop on over to the work with me page on amyleemercree.com. Until next time, stay happily holistic.